The IDP Pros Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 first prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is offering you a chance to win $15 million in prizes with Best Ball Mania 4. Use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by our College Football Brankworld Challenge. $3,000 is up for grabs. Get all the details at sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash bankroll. The IDP Pro Players Pod is a proud member of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, home of the hottest, smartest, and fastest-growing sports gambling and fantasy football providers in professional sports entertainment to date. And now, without any further delay, here's your veteran, infamous No Dirty O in season and senior IDP pros, Johnny the Greek and Gary, the IDP tipster, coming off the edge as always with their deepest standard league NFL defensive takes. Welcome back to the IDP Pros Podcast. My name is Johnny the Greek. This week I am joined, as is tradition, with the senior IDP analyst for the SGPN Network, the man, the myth, the legend, the IDP tipster, Mr. Gary Van Dyke. Gary, how are you, sir? I am doing great, and hello, fantasy football fans. we got a great one today. Yes, sir, we do. We have two very special guests this week. We have a writer, podcast host for SGPN, he does the at NASCAR gambling podcast, the at F1 gambling pod, and he's also a writer for at last word on NFL, Mr. Cody at Husker underscore Zeeb on Twitter. Cody, how are you, sir? Doing great. Appreciate you guys having me on. I'm excited to uh, talk some defensive talk with you guys today. Yes, sir. Good to have you. And we've also got coming back for another go around, Mr. Justin Mark at Jmark Football on Twitter. He is a published author. He is a podcast host. He's a writer at SGPN. He does at Old Fashioned FB, which is Old Fashioned Football Podcast on SGPN. He also does the XFL Gambling Pod. We talked some XFL with him a few months back. Good to have you back, Mr. Jmark. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. And a special thanks to Cody showing up after Nebraska blew it last <laughs> night. I know you're probably still reeling from that. So appreciate it. I had to Man, get that in tough. there. Sorry, Cody. <laughs> ah, these damn Iowa fans, I tell you, they never win anything, but they like to talk their shit. That's right. <laughs> Uh, well, that is good stuff. Good to have both you fellas. So, so J Mark got the full rundown, the full interview last time we had on. So let's get to know Cody a little bit. Then we'll get into some news and some bets, what everyone's really here for Cody. So give us a little background. How'd you get into, uh, the content side of things, writing NASCAR and then eventually NFL writing about sports betting and whatnot. Yeah. So I've been a, a NASCAR fan since I was a very small child. My grandparents started taking me to local racetracks about two and uh, we spent every weekend at the track every weekend watching the racing so 
watched it my whole life. Just got into the sports gambling podcast as a listener back in the days before the Discord. We, they had a Slack channel. I was the loudest guy in the NASCAR channel. And uh, when when my co-host or the host, really, I'm I'm the co-host. But when Rod uh, Rod Via Gomez was looking to start the show, he's uh, pulled the loudest guy from the Slack channel. It just happened to be me. So that's what kind of got me into the content side of things. I'm a a beer salesman by by day, podcaster, writer at night. I uh, I love love fantasy football as well as as my racing stuff. So love love. Where the hell you and him been all my life, man? We got the whiskey man on the right. We right. got the whiskey beer man dude and the beer on the man. left. Shit, that's right. It's the and, alcohol and, show here. Yeah, and no, and I'm a fucking drug and alcohol counselor. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm hey, drinking milk. Good, right? <laughs> and now you just want to up and drive NASCAR. That's right. <laughs> hey, that's what it looked oh, like. I can't oh tell. It's too God. dark in your room. <laughs> well, anyway, I uh, I talked to NASCAR, and if you come back in, there won't be any investigation. This is true. So, dude, we got to know who's your favorite NFL team and your favorite driver. Yeah. So, favorite NFL team, Patriots. Gave you guys a little rundown, uh, jumped on, but you don't play IDP. <laughs> I don't yet. Well, not if you're say. a Patriots fan. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was, uh, was a kid when they played the first Super Bowl. We had to pick, you know, which team we we're going to root for, pick the Patriots, happened to pick correctly, not the Rams. So, uh, yeah, been a, been a Patriots fan ever since. Uh, over on the NASCAR side of things, Chase Elliott fan. I was a Bill Elliott fan growing up because he drove the McDonald's car. So, sponsorship works right and that's what that's what got me into it now chase is is his son so natural transition over over there but uh all all over the place with my my fanship and i I gotta ask because i've seen this before and i actually gave it a try once with like a free ticket and just got my ass handed to me but do you do any nascar dfs yes yes we do we uh we have so we actually do five shows a week over on the nascar gambling podcast we cover all three of the top series there's betting on all of them. We do a DFS show every week. Uh, Underdog has pick them for it. Uh, I know they're a good sponsor of us over here on SGP. So, yeah, we talk underdog picks. DFS is uh, – we have a lot of fun with that. And it's really exciting to play. It's uh, completely different from, like, uh, you know, playing NFL or, or other sports. And it's a lot of fun. So we get uh, we get pretty far into the, the DFS game over there. That's cool, man. And and for the fantasy side of things, uh, what's your preferred like format, uh, platform, you know, and whatnot? Yeah, I play a little bit of everything except IDP. IDP is the only thing I haven't got strong armed into just yet. Although I feel like, especially after talking to you guys, that's probably coming next. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm in. Uh, I know Justin and and Miranda like to make fun of me over on their show all the time because I'm in about <laughs> seventy managed leagues every year. I I go all out. I uh, a lot of it's dynasty, so they're a little. A little easier to manage, but uh, I'm a big fan of Superflex, big fan of Sleeper. If it's not on Sleeper, Justin roped me into an ESPN <laughs> league after I'd gotten rid of all of those, but uh, that's okay. Sleeper is definitely the best platform out there, in my opinion, but I'll play all sorts of things. Uh, Justin and I, are, we're in some guillotine leagues, pirate league. Um, I'll, I'll do it all. So IDP is the, the one place I haven't quite dipped my toe in, and I think that's because I know when I do, I'm going to be so hooked that it's going to drag me even no. farther down the hole, right? <laughs> nice hey man i i might owe you a little bit of an apology because the whole thing about you don't play idp a little bit ago with the patriots that's an insider idp guy type uh joke yeah, because see, I, I didn't other than that. kyle Duggar, we don't really get too much out of there you know yeah, I mean? yeah come on matthew did you do not is he not good he, for anything right no he's good too he's good but there are very few patriots idps we well and that's that goes for offensive Judon. side of things too i mean 
if other than like Tom Brady for you, like it's so hard because they spread the ball around so much. And yeah, well, Stevenson is, is pretty decent now, but like wide receivers or tight ends, like, yeah, good luck trying to trying to nail one of those for fantasy because they spread the ball around too much, which uh, sucks as a fan. I don't get a roster too many Patriots usually. Yeah, and let's do a quick check in with uh, Justin over here. What have you been up to since last time we talked to you? Yeah, so uh, old fashioned football just last Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? It was Wednesday. Sorry, days are all mixed up. Uh, this last Wednesday, we launched live on YouTube. So that was really exciting. We're giving all, away all sorts of prizes. So you can get entered by watching one of our live shows and commenting in the chat on either 94 or 97. And uh, we'll draw before the Chiefs Lions kickoff on 97. So been doing that. And uh, yeah, just getting ready for fantasy football. I'm excited. It's almost here. It's like uh, you you plan and plan and plan all off season, and now it's time to put it all together. Awesome, man. That's good stuff. Well, thank you for coming back on again. I'm going to accelerate the light speed here and just hit some quick IDP news that happened this week. Uh, but just a couple of things we've been following. So Jamin Davis, uh, there was some concern there with his reckless driving cases, plural. Uh, the one we're concerned about got moved till March of 2024. So all systems go for Jamin Davis. Eagles uh, edge linebacker Hassan Reddick says he's good to go for week one. Bills are hopeful to have Von Miller by week five. Rashawn Gary will be on a pitch count. That's something we've talked about and expected. So nothing crazy there. Chase Young will consult a doctor after yet another injury, a stinger that he's suffered. Oh, and there was news today. Jamal Adams is inactive week one and other news, water wet. The IDP Pros Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the College Football Bankroll Challenge. College football's back, and to celebrate, SGPN is giving away a bunch of cash in our College Football Bankroll Challenge. This is free to enter. It is a season-long contest. There's $1,000 to first place, $500 to second, but the prizes double to $2,000 and $1,000 if you're a Patreon member for the college football season. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash bankroll or click the link in the app. We're also brought to you by DraftKings. College football fans, are you ready for week one? DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up with a can't-miss offer to start the season strong. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on college football and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Anything can happen in college football. Your team could go from unranked to dynasty mode in just a couple years. Change comes fast. The only thing that's a lock is the great offers you'll get from DraftKings Sportsbook. For college football week one action, I'm taking Ohio State minus 29 and a half at Indiana. I think they absolutely destroy them. Life's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on college football. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com football term. Let's get into it. So the big segment this week is top IDP defensive season long and regular bets. Uh, You know, we're less than a week away from the season. Some of the lines have started to drop on the IDP side of things. We are going to talk a little bit of dirty O as well, and hopefully some props for the KC Detroit game coming up uh, this next Thursday. 
Let's start at the top, though, with defensive MVP for the season. Let's go Cody, then Justin. Thoughts on defensive MVP, who you're putting bets on this year? Wrote an article for Sports Gambling Podcast back in July. Not too much has changed since I wrote that. Uh, lines are about the same. For me, TJ Watt is is my guys of the favorites, plus 850. So he's, he's the kind of third guy off the board with, with Parsons being 5-1 to one, uh, over on DraftKings there. He's such a beast. We saw it with his brother, right, and just year after year getting the production. Uh, obviously, he got injured last year, and, and so that uh, hurt his case last year, obviously, but tied the single-season rec sack record with, with Strahan the last time we saw a full season from him. That's 77 and a half sacks in not even six full seasons played. Been pretty productive for him. The Steelers, a team known for their defense, right? The focus is going to be on them. I do think the offense takes a big step this year as well, but they still focus on the defense. Four of their seven draft picks on the defensive side. Uh, you know, they went defensive back early in the draft there to, to help reinforce that D even more. If you're getting better coverage in the back, gives TJ Watt more time to work up front. So yeah, TJ Watt at uh, plus 850 over on DraftKings is is definitely my my favorite uh, defensive player of the year guy. Nice. I used a $50 promo bet on that, so I'm with you. Mr. Justin, how about you, sir? Uh, defensive MVP. Yeah, I promise this was my answer before I read Cody's article, but how can you not take TJ Watt? I, you see, once he gets injured, that's a completely different defense, and I think that's what makes him the most valuable player as far as defense goes. Uh, he does have some injury concerns. That's always a concern. But normally when I make my bets, I'm I'm focused on, hey, let's hope they stay healthy all year. I think it was two years ago. You guys, you IDP guys can correct me, but I was in a, uh, a league that wasn't full IDP, but we did have defensive lineman, linebacker, and cornerback. He missed like nine of the games, but still finished 19th overall at his position just shows like how much of a force he is on the field. So if he's healthy, it it's hard to give it to anybody else. I know guys like Parsons are are popular. I know they're very good, but I just think TJ Watt elevates the uh, the whole defense even more. So yeah, I got to agree TJ Watt. Awesome. Any dark horses from either of you guys, uh Cody or Justin? Any guys you like the price, maybe want to take a stab at? Yeah, I got I got two guys. Aiden Hutchinson's one of them, kind of going into that next tier of pricing. He's at twenty five to one. I think maybe we could see that sophomore leap from him, right? Uh, what really really impressed me from him is how well he held up at the end of last season. Like a lot of times, you get these rookies; they come in, they're not used to the long slog of the NFL season. They kind of trail off towards the end. From week eleven on last year, he had an eighty nine point seven PFF grade. It was the third highest of all the edge players. There's high expectations on the Lions. There's going to be a lot of eyes on them. I don't know if they're going to be as good as people think, but if he can shine on the defense while everybody's watching, it's the whole story. Michigan kid, he goes to play for the Michigan team, all of that. I think as as a longer shot guy at 25 to 1, he's a, another good guy to, to add with TJ Watt. Yeah, I got one. So I think with uh, offensive MVP, defensive MVP, it's uh, there's two things that go into it. Stats, of course, and then narrative, right? So for stat-wise, I try to think of like, who, what defense do I feel like is going to be on the field a lot? And I go to the Raiders because I think they're going to be one of the worst teams, but they have a really good defensive player in Max Crosby. And so I think if he can kind of help carry that team to more wins that are expected and kind of 
make it so that that defense kind of controls the narrative there. I could definitely see that. He's 20 to 1, so a longer shot, but he's a game wrecker, and I think he's going to be on the field a lot to get a lot of stats. So I like taking him as kind of a longer shot. I agree with that wholeheartedly. He's got the personal side on the story, on the narrative too, with being in recovery and putting down the booze and turning his life around and becoming a Pro Bowl, you know, top defensive end in the league. Like there's definitely an opportunity there. The next segment is sacks, which is pretty close to defensive MVP, if we're being honest, because that's usually how it goes. But any other guys might be a good price for a sack leader this year? Uh, I mean, I hate to repeat myself, DJ Watt, Watt, right? He's, (laughs) he's plus 850 for this as well over on DK. And it's like, yeah, it's just all the same reasons that he's going to be the defensive MVP, especially if he, if he leads the league in sacks, that is a good way to double dip on it. Uh, his line also is at 13.75. I like the over on that. It's plus 100 even. So even money basically, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, how do you not go with TJ Watt, especially if. And I think that that's really a good way to pair it up. If you're going to take somebody to lead the league in sacks, you take them to to lead to be the defensive MVP as well, because a lot of times, obviously, that that correlates. Yeah, I mean, that might be a better angle to play for Max Crosby because he's 25 to one for leading sacks rather than 21 for defensive MVP. I also like Brian Burns. The Panthers kind of gutted their team, but that was one player that they were insistent they would not trade. Um, and he's also 25 to one. So think of them building a defensive scheme that allows him to make big plays. So that's that's another one I wouldn't mind sprinkling a little, little money on. Another one I really like, Cam Jordan. His line is at 7.75. It's minus 110 on, on DK. I know he's 34 years old, and that might be scary, but in his 12 seasons, his rookie year, he did not hit this number. Every season since he's hit this number, he's only missed two games in his entire career. The head coach, Dennis Allen, has been there since 2015. It's the same defensive schemes. He's comfortable there. Uh, and you look at that division, too. Uh, rookie quarterback in Carolina, a lot of questions about that team, whatever's going on in Atlanta, how's Ritter going to look, all of that. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of questions in that thing. And he's just been so consistent. It's a guy you don't really think of much. He's an older guy. I get it. But he's hit this number every single year after his rookie season. So that's a good number out there. And it's only minus 110 over on DraftKings. Definitely like that quite a bit. Let's shift gears a little bit. Head over to combined tackles, our one of our favorite IDP stats here. Who do you think is going to be uh, the combined tackles leader at the end of this season for a good bet? Man, this one uh, I think is a little tougher. I I didn't love anyone necessarily near the top of this, so I'm going to go with the, with the homer pick, a longer shot, Levante David of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, former Nebraska Cornhusker, fifty to one. A little, little bit of a long shot right over on DraftKings, but uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, he's just a guy who gets it done. Defense, I like probably, that, man. I like it a lot. Is probably going to see the field quite a bit this year, yeah. Right? Uh, the offense, there's there's some question marks for sure. Question marks with Devin that team, White. But uh, I'm sorry to cut in on you, man, but Devin White has not showed up whatsoever this year. They're pretty disappointed with his performance so far. Now he is in a contract year. So we might be able to see a little bit better play out of him, but he has definitely been a disappointment. But the one dude that's been like consistent for freaking yep. a decade is Levante always. David. Yep. And those freaking numbers are always up there. So he's ready to just like what return back to. You yeah, know. exactly. So in it again, 50 to one, like it's a great price. It's always nice to hit a, hit a long shot bet like that. So yeah, give me, give me Levante David. I like that quite a bit as well. Mr. Consistency, Mr. Reliability. Uh, Justin, what do you think? Tremaine Edmonds or TJ Edwards, take your pick. 
I just they're the Bears are kind of obviously I'm a Bears fan. They're going to try to revert back to a little more of that cover two that they ran when Brian Urlacher and Lance Briggs were there. And those guys were tackling fools. And at 20 to one or 40 to one, it's a complete homer pick. But that's another team where I, I don't think our offense is going to click right away. The defense is going to be on the field a lot. So I think those two are going to be flying around the field making tackles because we also have a lot of question marks on the defensive line. So I think the guy, the the running backs, the receivers, the tight ends, everybody's going to be able to get past that first level and it'll be on the linebackers to stop them. So I like Edmonds and Edwards. I like Edmonds a little bit more just because of how they're going to line him up. But I think both are priced well at 21 and 41. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. If they can even get back to a shadow of what they used to have with Erlacher and Briggs. I still remember Erlacher's 22-tackle game against the Arizona Cardinals. That was unbelievable. So good it's stuff not like the It's not like the Bears have got a defensive line, really. So there should right. be plenty of production getting past that into that <laughs> second level there. I mean, I hate to agree with you, but right. <laughs> <laughs> Got to start somewhere, right? They started with replacing one super freaking linebacker with two really freaking good ones. The IDP Pros Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. August is almost over, and you know what that means. Time is running out for you to draft your fantasy football team on Underdog Fantasy. Get championship ready for your home league by trying out best ball on Underdog Fantasy. All you have to do is one live snake draft, no waivers, no trades. You set it, forget it, and Underdog does the rest. Try it out with Underdog's Best Ball Mania Tournament, the largest fantasy football contest of all time, with $15 million of total prizes up for grabs, including an absurd $3 million going to the overall winner. Do you have what it takes to win it all? The time is now. The last day to draft your fantasy football team is September 7th. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store and sign up using the promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. One of my favorite underdog lines for week one is Justin Fields over 172.5 passing yards. With the addition of DJ Moore and another offseason under his belt, Fields is ready to put up some numbers this year. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're also brought to you by the SGP Patreon. Make sure you check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network's Patreon, and you can become part of the SGPN family. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest that has a $1,000 first place prize. This week's weekly Patreon pick'em is all week one college football. The prize is a cornhole board, perfect for any college football tailgate. The Patreon is a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Patreon. Let's keep it moving. Offense, Dirty O, Gary's favorite. Hey, everybody. It's Axton Harding here with my co-host Jake Colhagen or IDP Jake on Twitter from the IDP show. And we're here to give you our week one picks for the Dirty O IDP throwdown. The way this is going to kind of work, I'm going to pick four people, one of each of the offensive positions. Jake will do defense. And each week, we're just going to pick guys that we think will outperform. Uh, For week one, we're just going to kind of base it off 2022 averages. uh, And anybody that 
might beat those averages. I get a point, Jake gets a point, and for each one of our picks, if we uh, uh, you know make the right picks, we just kind of tally up our points for the week. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to hand it off to Jake and let him give you all your, his four picks for week one and alternate after that. So, Jake, take it away. Thank you, Axon. Appreciate it. So we're looking at defensive tackle Jonathan Allen of the Washington Commanders going up against the Arizona Cardinals, very favorable matchup. Had a 13.85 average last last year, averaged half a sack. In this matchup, we're just looking at him nabbing us a sack and uh, delivering a strong tackle for us. Um, on the other side, uh, we got Jalen Phillips here uh, on the edge position. Again, another favorable matchup in the offensive line situation against the Rams. Phillips, same thing, averaged half a sack last year. We're just trying to top an 11.54 average from 2022. I think we can definitely do it with a guy who was sixth in pressures last season. All wheels up for Jalen Phillips. Then we have linebacker Christian Harris, averaged 11.64 last season. In a new defense with D'Amico Ryans, playing a Ravens team who are looking to run a lot of plays with that new Todd Monken offense. He's going to be someone who's going to rack up a ton of tackles, and I think he's easily going to surpass that 11.64 in week one. Last on the back end of the defense, we got Justin Reed of the Kansas City Chiefs. Sneaky sweet spot usage, right, at 53%. Sweet spot being any of those spots near the the line of scrimmage, the box like a linebacker uh, playing in the slot or even up on the defensive line. Playing against the Chiefs on opening night, a team that's going to heavily attack the middle of the field with the weapons they have in Amon Ross St. Brown, Sam Laporta, Jameer Gibbs. I think this is someone who's going to just have a great outing in terms of a solid tackle floor. Um, and I think we even maybe see a little bit of a splash play for him to easily surpass that 8.12 average from last season. Axon, who you got on the offensive side, sir? My first pick here is uh, my quarterback. I'm going to go ahead and go with Dak Prescott against the New York Giants in week one. I think this New York Giants defense having just recently added Isaiah Simmons from Arizona Cardinals. I think that that is more to fill kind of the defensive back LB hole that they're in desperate need of. I don't know that it's going to be a permanent solution. So I think there's going to be a learning curve for this defense, at least to start the season, because they didn't really add too much in the offseason. Moving on, I'll pick J.K. Dobbins for my running back this week. Averaged 65 yards a game last season, playing against the Texans in week one. That's a pretty weak defensive line overall. They've made, you know, they've got a bunch of young guys in there. I think they've got, it's another team with some, uh, uh, some learning to do. I think that J.K. Dobbins being on that run first offense could have a very good week. My wide receiver pick up next, number three, is uh, Deontay Johnson going up against the 49ers. A little bit an intriguing situation going up against a solid defense, but the secondary on this defense was was bottom end defending the pass. So they allowed significant points to wide receivers last year, and Deontay Johnson only averaging five receptions for 51 yards and no touchdowns last year, I think. He has a great opportunity. My last pick, tight end Dallas Goddard going up against the Patriots. He averaged four receptions for 58 yards last year and against a rotating linebacking core in New England. I think that he has a good opportunity to maybe take advantage of some mismatches throughout the game. So I think this could be a good one for him. There's week one picks for you, and thanks, everybody, for listening. Offensive MVP end of this season, Cody, who you got? Are you you're looking for MVP of the league or are you looking for offensive MVP? Offensive MVP. Okay. So if we're going offensive MVP, I'm gonna go with Derrick Henry's 30 to 1. So offensive MVP usually tends to be lately at least, it's been a wide receiver award. But I think that the Titans are gonna surprise a lot of people this year. 
Uh, people forget two years ago, they were the number one seed in the AFC. I'm not saying they're going to do that, but I think they're going to be a lot better than people thought. I think Henry's going to continue to run over people like he always has. Uh, he's 29 years old, so he's going to kind of beat that stigma of, you know, older running backs. You look at some of the other guys his age, like Ezekiel Elliott, like Cowboys gave up on him, right? He's he's going to be a backup somewhere now. And Henry still in the same place, still doing the same thing, going to run over people. I think he's going to have a super impressive year. Um, going to be hard to to beat Jefferson, of course, and and Chase just because they're the odds on favorites and, and for good reason. But I, I think that Henry could impress so much this year that I think he's a good bet, uh, especially at 30 to one over on DraftKings. Yeah, it's a great price. And yeah, getting Hopkins was the best thing that could have happened to them. They can't load that box as much. That is a beautiful thing. Love that call. Uh, Justin, who's your offensive MVP? Yeah, I realize that MVP normally kind of goes to a quarterback and offensive MVP goes to a a skill position. But I picked a quarterback for this one, Jalen Hurts. I, I think he should have been the MVP last year. He got injured and kind of fell out of that race. But I, I think he's going to take... I mean, he took a huge step forward last year. I think he can elevate his game even more. And they're facing a much tougher schedule this year. So I think we're really going to see that, man, this guy has everything put together. He puts the team on his back. And whether he's throwing it or running the ball, he can he can really move it and help the team win. So, I, yeah, I got him for offensive MVP. Nice. Good call there. Could absolutely see it. Uh, a little more dirty O here. So quarterbacks, uh, pick of the poison, fellas, either passing yards leader end of the season or passing touchdowns. Uh, passing touchdowns. I, I hate to do this. It's disgusting. I don't like it. Aaron Rodgers, 20 to 1. I mean, this is like, dude is going to be, we so to, to make a NASCAR comparison here, and you guys might not get this, but Kyle Busch, a two-time champion, been in the in the series a long time. Things were kind of getting worn out for him last year. They went through a contract dispute, ends up leaving. He goes to a team, and really the team, it was kind of like, oh, he's taking a step down, had one win last season. He's already got three wins this season. Like, it's the Kyle Busch fuck you tour. Like, he's on it. He's showing up. <laughs> you look at Aaron Rodgers, right? He's going to be That's on kind of what Kyle like, Busch always did, though. The well, fuck true, you, right? True, right? but right. even more so, like, and Aaron Rodgers is that type of guy. Like, he wouldn't show up for shit. He wouldn't do shit. In and now, like, he's doing everything in New York. And, like, it's all, you know, now he's in the Big Apple. He gets his chance to shine. And he's got really good toys to play with, like Garrett Wilson. Like, I talked to NASCAR, and if you come back in, there won't be any investigation. It lines up well for him to, to lead the league in passing yards. And, again, I uh, not necessarily a Rodgers fan. Don't, don't love the guy. I know the Bears fan shaking his head over here. But things just line up and like he's gonna have that attitude and he's talented enough and good enough that if he wants to come out it's like if he wants to come out and do it he can and I think he was kind of just getting bored in Green Bay and and was tired of them not bringing in more weapons for him and, and like now he's in New York he gets all these fun toys he's gonna come out on the fuck you tour and he might look really really good this year yep he's going to Broadway plays with his team and shit like yeah 100 percent. I could see it uh Justin how about you what do you think Negative hundred percent on that, Cody. Geez, how do you do that to me? Um, I want to. That's that's the main I give... reason I picked him was just like, you got that Iowa it. jab in at the beginning, and uh, you know, there you out. go. Yeah, just to derail just a little bit, Fantasy Football Expo. One of the funniest hot takes that we got 
was that Aaron Rodgers is going to lose his job to Zach Wilson, quit the team, move back to California, and become an adult film star. Um, that was just one of the best beautiful. takes we got. Yeah, I really don't so think beautiful. the take is actually that far out there. <laughs> right? Damn. I'm hoping so that I don't have to watch Aaron Rodgers ever again. I'm going to go with most passing yards, Justin Herbert at plus 650. I think they got some guys in Mike Allen or Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. They drafted Quentin Johnson, who I think is going to be a beast. And I love the Kellen Moore acquisition at offensive coordinator. I'm a, I know I'm an Iowa Hawkeye, but really I'm a Boise State Bronco fan. And I have loved them since I watched Kellen Moore play. And so I will always back him. But I think he's going to take this offense to another level and an uh, offense that was he, was he the Statue of Liberty guy? He might have been. I don't I think he was. I, I think, yeah, remember. yep. <laughs> You're, you're testing my memory, which is not very good. Um, but I think Justin Herbert in this offense already did a really good job. And I think they're going to do even better now. And not to mention, like, they throw it to Austin Eckler a bunch as well. So he's going to get some of those yards plus all those receivers. So, yeah, I really like the making the case for Justin Herbert at plus 650 for most passing yards. Yeah, that's a great price, too. It's a really good offense. Very pass-happy division, too. Like a yeah. lot of high over-unders in that division for divisional matchups, no doubt. that I, I like that call. That's good stuff. All right, let's look at the running backs. So either rushing yards or rushing touchdowns or both. Oh, man, this is another tough one. Like running back has just changed so much over the years as far as like now we have all these split backfields and everything. I mean, rushing touchdowns, Derrick Henry sitting right there at plus 550. Um, but I'll, I'll take one over on the rushing yards. Oh man, that Justin Fields at 30 to one is just, it looks so appetizing. Justin, I, I, man, I know that everybody thinks he's going to pass more this year and I think he's going to pass more too, but we're going to take Justin Fields to lead the league in rushing yards from the quarterback position. Um, I think Derek Henry, obviously a plus six fifty would be a good bet also, you know, to go along with my narrative from earlier, but we don't really have any true like guys who are just Chubb is the favorite in this, in this. And, He's probably mostly got that backfield, although I think Pierre Strong traded over there from the Patriots. I think he's going to get some work as well. Not going to be a Kareem Hunt to him, but uh, and then these running backs have to hold up. Same thing could be said about Fields, but uh, yeah, I think at thirty to one, it's it's worth uh, worth the price. The Bears, <laughs> a great price right there, Justin. What do you think? Yeah, I thought about Fields as well. I thought about Henry plus six fifty for yards, plus five fifty for touchdowns, but. I'm going to play off uh, of Cody's narrative a little bit of somebody that runs the ball but is not a running back. Anthony Richardson, I watched this guy in preseason, and he's going to struggle throwing the ball. So the only way that the Colts are going to find success, running the ball, and he's 80-1. to 1. He He's very similar to Fields where he's an electric athlete, and he is a big dude. My so I think he's going to – amount of Anthony Richardson shares this year. Greatly <laughs> yeah, agree with this take, Justin. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I could definitely see uh, a narrative where, like we said, the running backs are kind of a weird spot where we're, we're splitting carries all the time because they're not as important to, to the NFL, but also they're getting hurt more often. We want to keep them fresh for down the stretch. Anthony Richardson is going to have to run for his life anyways, I think. So um, 80 to one, you got to sprinkle just a little bit on that. You have to. Yeah, absolutely spectacular price. That's that's the type of bet where I get those uh, little like bonus promo bet type deals. I'll I'll just piss it away on that. Good stuff (laughs) right there. Uh, All right. Wide receivers. Uh, Cody, uh, receiving yards or receiving touchdowns or both? Yeah, so uh, receiving yards. I mean, if you want to again go back to the the Aaron Rodgers narrative, right? Garrett Wilson's eighteen to one. I think that'd be a good one. The one that I absolutely love, though, DK Metcalf twenty five to one. 
big on DK Metcalf this year. Had uh, 12 receiving touchdowns in 2021. Regressed a little bit to six last year. He is due for the positive regression, as they like to say. He is going to have a big year. Heavily invested in him on fantasy this year. This dude is a beast. I know they brought in Jackson Smith and Jigba. I know he's going to be good, uh, although he's hurt already, right? Uh, and, and Lockett is going to eat as well, like Lockett just always does. But DK is just a beast of a man. He's a big target in the end zone. He is going to catch his fair share of touchdowns, 25 to 1. I would take this way less than 25 to 1. So a 25 to 1, I, I really love this. I'm all in on DK Metcalf this year. Yeah, that's a, that's a great price for a guy that has a legit shot at doing this. That's good stuff right there. Uh, Justin, how about you? Well, first off, I hope Cody drafts DK Metcalf in our pirate league and that I beat him so I can steal him from him now that I know. Who uh... him so much. We'd like to thank you for joining us for NBC's coverage of NASCAR. What's that? Your computer has another virus? Well, my friend, you need help to stop your obsession with the dirty O. All of this searching for air yards and yards after catch and blah, blah, blah. Stop your dirty O obsession by searching for the IDP Pro Players Podcast instead and focus on the other side of the balls. I, I mean ball. The crew on the IDP Pro Players Podcast care about you and your technology by holding true to their no dirty O mantra. Every week, Gary and John bring you the IDP content you need to save your rosters and dominate your league while avoiding the dirty O. So save your technology by tuning into the IDP Pro Players Podcast with your longtime and totally unoffensive veteran hosts, Johnny the Greek and Gary the IDP Tipster. Follow them on Twitter at capital I, capital D, capital P, R O. One word at the IDP Pro Players Pod. What good is football content if it doesn't cover both sides of the ball? The SGPN IDP pros have you covered on defense, but we have more to offer than just IDP. Check out our flagship podcast, the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast with Emerson Beery and Justin Bruni. Follow that up with a chaser of old-fashioned football with your hosts, Justin and Miranda Mark. All of the SGPN podcasts pride themselves on their actionable content. They bring the research and analysis you need to win. So help support SGPN and download the SGPN app and catch all of our premium football content. For receiving yards, I mean, it's hard not to go with Justin Jefferson at plus 550 because Kirk Cousins may be the guy that everybody loves to hate on and everybody seems surprised that he's a nice guy after the quarterback show came out. I, that doesn't seem like a surprise to me, but... What he is is consistent. I mean, he's got like a 65% accuracy over his career. For touchdowns, it's hard not to take Travis Kelsey at plus 500, but I'm going to buy into Cody's um, narrative here that maybe Aaron Rodgers does cook with the league, but it's not the the young guy, Garrett Wilson, that he yells at when he runs the wrong route. It's his guy that he brought to the Jets, Alan Lazard, at 50-1 to 1 to catch those touchdowns because if we've seen anything, well, Rogers I, Iowa hates. Iowa State player, you got to get him in there, right? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if we've seen anything, Rogers hates young wide receivers, especially when they can't get on the same page as him. And Lazard is somebody that we know he trusts from his days with the Packers. So 50-1, to 1, um, I like the price there if, if you believe in Rogers, I personally don't. I'd rather go with Travis Kelsey at plus 500, but that's just me. 
Yep, that's good stuff. Fits in the narrative, too. I can see that. Uh, it's weird, though. If you've been watching Hard Knocks, he's been uh, showering Garrett Wilson with praise a little bit so far. So, I don't know. We'll see. He had to have hired a new PR agent, right? He's like, <laughs> oh, say nice things about this guy. That's true. He, he does not come off like a douchebag so far on HBO. So, something's up. That's for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, fellas, the big one, Super Bowl. And uh, I'll preface this by saying I've already covered my ass. I have the Eagles, I have the Chiefs, and I have the Niners because I don't want to see any of them win this year. I'm fucking tired of it. So <laughs> I've, I've already insurance bet my way into the Super Bowl. But uh, Cody, who do you got? That's how I've gotten through Husker football for many years. I just bet against them, and then I'm happy either way because if they win, it's good, and if they lose, well, at least I covered my bets, right? So uh, that's nice. I mean, the New England Patriots are 65-1. to 1. you got to put a little bit on them, right? Would you, are you a true fan if you don't bet on your own team? Of course not. I probably wouldn't advise that too much, but uh, I, I got a little bit on the Patriots at 65-1. to 1. I do like the Eagles plus 650. Uh, I think of the, the, you know, the top four group, they're kind of – the team uh, that I want to see win the most. I'm, uh, living so close to Kansas City here in Nebraska, I do not like Chief fans. The Buffalo Bills prove year after year they'll never win anything. Uh, so there is that. But I do love the Cincinnati Bengals, 11-1. to 1. I think they're a really good bet as well. Joe Burrow, he's got all the swagger that team does. Head coach, former Cornhusker quarterback, Zach Taylor. So got to love the, the tie in there, right? Um, but no, that team just gels on all levels, it seems. They've proven they can beat the Bills. They've proven they can beat the Chiefs. They can get to the big game. Um, and, yeah, I think that I think they could do it this year. And I think at 11-1, to 1, uh, that's a really good price on the Bengals. Yeah, love that call. I did not bet them because I'd be totally happy if they won it. Love Joe Burrow. <laughs> love that team. So, yeah, I'm good with that. Uh, Justin, how about you? What do you think? Damn it. I don't want to agree with Cody after the Zach Taylor thing. I hadn't even made that connection. Um, but – one of the things that kind of goes under the radar with this Bengals team, and I think it's because Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, those guys are so good, right? But this defense has really picked it up the past couple of years. This defense has shown they can stop the Chiefs. They can stop the Bills. And they're really kind of under the radar at one of the better defenses in the league right now. And um, I don't know if this is just an Iowa thing, but I noticed today when I was looking at these lines that you can add plus 200 on DraftKings to any Super Bowl pick. So if you add plus 200, you get the Bengals at 13 to 1. And I love that price because as Cody laid out, they are a team that has shown that they can run this AFC. They can beat those teams that are the teams that will be in the playoffs. And I love their defensive play. And I think it's just going to keep escalating. So, yeah, I, I like the Bengals pick. Yeah, good stuff there, fellas. I added a couple. Uh, we may not have the prices on these, but I just want to get your takes. So we'll start with Cody here. Uh, AFC East winner, end of the year. Who do you got? AFC East, I mean, uh, you got you to put a little on the Patriots again. So it's it's the favorite thing, right? Now, I don't think they'll win. the. I think they will be surprising. I think that people are going to be surprised how they do this year. I don't expect them to win. Uh, Bills are the favorite but i don't love them um i was trying to find i was trying to find the prices plus 120 for the bills plus 270 for the jets plus 300 for the dolphins and plus 800 for the patriots question is how much more are you going to press this dirty oh shit there john you add into this doc or what <laughs> what the hell it's a goddamn cougar in the car oh there's a cougar in the car i put it in there you got to learn to drive with the fear <laughs> And there ain't nothing more goddamn frightening than driving with a live cougar in the car. 
That's why I added the Bengals defense for you, Gary. That's why I had to point out they were good. (laughs) Now, hey, if you want to go with the defensive team, you take the Patriots to win the division, right? Uh, But I think that, honestly, I think any of the four teams could win. It depends how the seasons go, right? Bills are probably going to be pretty good, but I I think they might take a step back. I just, I'm not ever super impressed by that Bills team. They seem beatable. Uh, the Jets could be really good. We talked about the Aaron Rodgers fuck you tour. I think that's a good bet. The Dolphins, it could go either way. Like if two is healthy and he shows up, that offense is going to be crazy. If we end up with Mike White at the quarterback, who knows? So I would probably bet the Jets if I was going to bet anyone in this division. You know, a little sprinkle on the Patriots, eight to one. Why not? I think there's a, a path. It's a it's a long path, but maybe maybe with a real actual offensive coordinator, uh, Mac Jones takes a huge step. But uh, yeah, I think that uh, Jets are probably the best bet at the price. Don't yeah. stop now. Keep it rolling, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when Mac Jones gets hurt? I mean, they cut all their fucking quarterbacks. What the hell? <laughs> okay, first of all. I don't want to get too far into this, but an absolute genius move because if you wait and you put everybody else on the IR, then you can bring them back. You got that extra quarterback thing for the, the season that the Niners were being crybabies about and got added. So, uh, yeah, great moves. There's veterans out there like Colt McCoy. Tom Brady's only a phone call away. No, I'm just, I had to throw that in there for Miranda because she was talking about that on the show there. And I'm like, Tom is not coming back. But, He's got uh, a year until his broadcasting contract hey, starts. I, so. I would not be sad. I, I love me some Tom Brady. I would welcome him back with open arms. I do think that that Mac Jones takes a pretty big leap this year. Maybe he doesn't. I mean, this will be the year to find out, right? This is the year where we're going to know. Um, but but I think with the actual real offensive coordinator, a good offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien knows what he's doing, um, and he's been a great, great play caller. He was a good head coach, really bad GM. But uh, I think that, that Mac Jones will see. We saw he was really good. Um, I mean, and you look at it, obviously part of the team he's on, but that, that rookie class, he's got the best record of all of them. And it, Trevor Lawrence was in that class. Justin Fields was in that class. He's, he's got the best record on all of them. So I think we'll see a pretty decent year from Jones this year. As long as Belichick draws breath, they have a chance, no doubt. And then, Justin, this one's for you, NFC North winner this year. That's a tough division, too. Yeah, so, I mean, I could make a case for any of the teams to win, to be honest, if I'm taking all of my bias out of it. However, what do the Lions do when they're a favorite, which they are in the division at plus 140? It seems like every time they're the favorite, they lose. The, Vikings... never, the Lions have never won the NFC North. Never. It was, the, it was like the NFC Central last time they won it or something, right. whatever the division was before. <laughs> it was the Central, yeah. Um, the Vikings, they got so lucky last year. I mean, they had so many games that they won by one score or less, and the ones that they lost, they just got destroyed. So I think they take a step back. The Packers are in a weird place with Aaron Rodgers being gone, Jordan Love taking over. I don't think he's the guy that makes them a better team than Rodgers had them last year where they finished with only nine wins. So call me a homer, but I got to go with my Bears. I I know our defense has some question marks, but I think they're going to be better than people think. I know that defensive line is a problem, but Eberflus came out and said, even with the Colts, he has experience building when the strength is the linebacking core and the defensive mm-hmm. backfield. Defensive backfield is going to be better than people think. Eddie Jackson, who held quarterbacks to a 62 QBR last year, and everybody said he had a down year, which he admitted that one of his very close friends died. He was going through a really tough time. I think he's going to ball out. Jaquan Brisker, that was a rookie last year, is going to ball out. And Justin Fields is dynamic. And now you add DJ Moore to his weapons. 
Um, I just think this is the team that everybody loves to hate the Bears. They love to hate them, and I get it. But uh, maybe it's just the homer in me. Maybe it's just the bias. But I think this is their year to take the division. I will back that as a non-Bears fan. I am very well invested on the Bears to win this division. Justin Fields is going to take a huge step this year. He's my fantasy MVP for this season. I think the Bears are, are going to be very surprising to people, and that's like betting on the Lions to choke it away, which is a, a good bet in my opinion. Oh, great bet, great bet. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I take my Husker comment back, Cody. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, fellas. And last but not least, we got a game in less than a week here. You fellas got uh, maybe a prop bet or two for KC Detroit? David Montgomery, anytime touchdown scorer at plus 105. I know everybody's in love with Jameer <laughs> Gotta Gibbs. Gotta work the Bears angle into the Lions right? game. <laughs> everybody's in love with Jameer Gibbs. I've seen it in fantasy football. Like, uh, So we specialize in auction leagues. He's going for crazy amounts of money in auction leagues. But David Montgomery is a very solid player. David Montgomery is a veteran that understands how to get the job done. And I think he's going to get some goal line carries. Is he the same type of runner as Jamal Williams? No, but look at what Jamal Williams did last year. And I think Swift kind of compares to Gibbs. So Gibbs and Swift will kind of have that same role. So I think that leaves David Montgomery to get those red zone touches. So anytime touchdown score is plus 105. And then it, it's really hard not to take Travis Kelsey as the first touchdown score at plus 500, just because he, him and Mahomes are one of the best duos in the NFL right now. And uh, so I expect them to start the the year off right with him scoring the first touchdown for them. Well, Gary, this is the uh, the defensive podcast, right? So I'm going to go with a defensive prop that I found out here. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, over four and a half tackles plus six. I mean, it's, it's the Chiefs, right? They're going to have a lot of offensive plays. They're going to be all over the place. There's going to be plenty of opportunities for uh, Gardner-Johnson to make some tackles here. Over four and a half, minus 120. Take that for the Lions. Oh, yeah. You guys weren't getting the hell out of here without talking about some freaking IDP props <laughs> or something, man. I, I just, yeah, I, I haven't sat here with my mouth shut this whole damn time for nothing. All <laughs> right. So great shit. Hey, folks, if you don't know, this is all information, especially the defensive part of it, that translate into your best ball leagues and all that good shit, right? If they're talking and good bets, then you know those are good players to get a hold of. But as it stands, yeah, I, I, I got to agree. The four and a half is very reasonable. I mean, I'm more stuck on Kirby Joseph's four and a half, to tell you the truth, in the over. And tackles and assists six and a half on Alex Anzalone seems just a little bit risky at the moment when we know that Derek Barnes is going to be starting next to him. He's apparently had a great camp and, you know, we don't know if he's just a two down thumper, but then you got Tracy Walker and then you added the rookie branch and then uh, Kirby Joseph. And I really think that it's a possibility he might come up a little bit short on that on this first game. Like you said, uh, there's a lot of uncertainty there. And six and a half is a little high. You could go under six and a half if you wanted to, plus money. But yeah, I think that taking Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and Kirby Joseph might just be the way to go. Like They're going to be getting plenty of work. They're still going to get, you know, Kelsey's going to get his fair share. They've got playmakers. And uh, yeah, so I think that targeting, targeting the backfield there to get some tackles is a good way to go about it. Well, why I'm at it, I just did my start sit. Kansas City Chiefs are like top 10 in allowing production to the defensive back. So I think both of the Chauncey Gardner and the Kirby Joseph is probably locks. Solo tackles. Man, two and a half for Kirby Joseph and Chauncey Gardner at three and a half. 
I mean, especially the Joseph one. I mean, I'm all over that one for sure. Yeah, I think they're great, great plays. The the Joseph one's a little juiced up, and, and or yeah, over two and a half is minus one sixty. But like we always say on the NASCAR pod, you only pay the juice if you lose, and uh, you probably won't lose this one. I uh, I wish you could same game parlay uh, those defensive stats. I don't believe you can, but that would be great to parlay both of those together. Just for you guys, for the defensive side, we know the Chiefs have started slow in the past, so. Uh, I wanted to do first touchdown Detroit Lions defense. Maybe Aiden Hutchinson breaks around that tackle, strips the ball, runs it in at plus 4,500, 45 to one. But let's do anytime touchdown for that Detroit defense. The Chiefs do kind of start slow sometimes, seven to one for the Detroit defense anytime touchdown. That could be a, a sack, fumble, strip, ran for a touchdown. That could be an interception for a touchdown. I mean, you name it, and you know Dan Campbell is going to be hungry because they have a lot of expectations. They are the favorites in this NFC North, catching plus six and a half in this game. They're going to feel disrespected because they they think they're the shit, and he's going to be biting kneecaps. So uh, I like that Detroit Lions anytime touchdown at 7-1. to one. You can, uh, if, if you want, you know, why not? DGEN's only, right? Two plus touchdowns. Detroit defense, 90 to one. Ooh. I mean, again, like the the Chiefs are, they're going to be getting their rings, going to be smelling themselves a little bit. Maybe they, uh, you know, Mahomes gets a little too fancy and uh, they, they get in there. Hutchinson kicks off that MVP candidacy early on, on uh, on primetime. 90 to one. It's, it's worth a little, little sprinkle. I love that. Cody, this is for you. So it, it, lifetime uh, bets on my, my part for DST touchdowns. Uh, any guess what team I've picked the most for those? Uh, Patriots. I'm gonna go that with. is correct, the Patriots. <laughs> and probably they, a good way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite defense to take, obviously. I like the Patriots anyways, but like the defense is slept on every year, and they're always good. You're always, always, always going to get production out of the Patriots defense. I take them every year every chance I get just because it's they're so reliable. Hey, I'm Ricky Bobby. And I'm Cal Naughton Jr. We just want to take a moment to talk to you about snow blindness and cats. It scares the living shit out of us. Let's find out what you guys got going on this year and where the people can tune in for it. Yeah, you can follow me over on X at Husker underscore Zeb. Um, I got a ton of work over there. Got to throw, throw the bones up for the, that Husker defense over there, Justin. I saw I like it. Uh, the black shirts. No, I got I got a ton of going on this year. Um, writing for Last Word on sports. I'm going to be doing weekly running back rankings for them. So make sure you check that out every week. Been working on week one already. It's a lot of fun. That's going to be a fun one to do every week. I'm going to do a weekly one for sportsgamingpodcast.com. DFS stacks for each game. That's going to be out every week. So that's going to be a lot of fun as well. Check that out. If you're into racing or even if you're not and you just like to win money, Check out the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, the F1 Gambling Podcast. Been having a lot, a lot of success over the summer. Building that bankroll up for football, which I'm I'm very excited about. And uh, yeah, check those out. And then yeah, follow me on X, at Husker underscore Zeeb, and that's where I share all my work. Yeah, before I talk about myself, I have to reiterate what Cody said. I, I haven't followed NASCAR since Matt Kenseth was uh, relevant in that. Wasn't that the number 17 DeWalt car, I think? It was. Yeah, that was yeah, a while, yeah, yeah. That was a while that, ago. That's back when I watched, man. I was a <laughs> yeah. Jeff Gordon fan, dude. I could oh, go upstairs go. <laughs> and actually dig out shit. But it was funny. I mean, that was eight or nine years ago once I started doing this, you know. I couldn't even concentrate on offense, right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I mean, I don't follow NASCAR anymore. However, I can say Cody and Rod are killing it. 
and building my bankroll. So thank you guys for that. Um, even if you don't like NASCAR, make sure you go check them out because they, they really are killing it. It's crazy. For a sport that I thought was almost impossible to bet, they seem to hit it. Every week they have a bet that's winning. Um, I'm not cool enough to call it the X yet. I still call it Twitter. You can find me there at jmarkfootball. <laughs> but more importantly, check out at Old Fashioned FB on Twitter. We're going to be doing waiver wires uh, every Monday, live show waiver wires. Every Thursday, it's going to be like a start sit, but kind of an open forum. So hop in the chat, ask your questions. Like, do I start this guy? What do you think of this guy over that guy? We're also going to have guests that day. So, um, you know, we'll be pulling in some some fun people. And we get a lot of distillers, too, that hop on the show. And it's always fun to kind of hear how the different distillers got into distilling because every one of them we've talked to so far has a different background of what led them to distilling whiskey. So uh, check that out. We're always having a good time there. So and, and we review whiskey every week. If you like whiskey and want to find out about some new ones you haven't heard of, we review uh, a whiskey every week. Awesome. Sounds That's smooth. Good. It's a ah, nice, nice. Gary stuck the landing. That's beautiful. Uh, hey, yeah, and I'm not done yet because I'm going to do some plugging here real quick too because I've been doing my start sits and so have John. I want to make sure that we reiterate John's cornerback corner article will now be on the idpshow.com, but you'll be able to catch the, the rest of them with the start sits that I have on SGPN, which just came out. So make sure you check those out. I also have a breakout. IDP linebacker rankings coming out next week that kind of finalizes for this last push in drafts. And with that, gentlemen, I really appreciate you coming on here and doing all the heavy lifting with John. And you guys have a great night. And I can't wait to get you guys back on again next year. Had a lot of fun. Thanks for thanks for having us. Yeah, likewise. Thanks for having us. Thanks, fellas. Happy Labor Day, everyone. We'll catch you next week. Good luck in week one. Take care.